This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, the business station. My name is Rich Bradbury. Sometimes it feels more like an episode of The X-Files or one of InfoWars' crazier moments when you're talking to Culture Pop's Matt Armitage. Today, I believe we're talking about technology and deceased pop stars. That's right. It's the singing dead. It's time to Matt Splain. Come on, Matt. Hello. Welcome. Hey, Rich. How are you doing? Right. I can only assume we're talking about uh, Amy Winehouse here. Yeah, I mean, in case people missed the story last week, uh, it's the Amy Winehouse, who died in 2011, will be embarking on her first world tour since her death in 2019. Now, if you think that might not work, um, it's not actually a bunch of fans sitting around her casket while her <laughs> albums are played over the PA. Um, it's actually something that's maybe even more sinister and macabre than that. So Amy will actually be on stage belting out her hits night after night. Like a hologram. Yeah, I mean, it'll be a mixture of uh, hologram technology with cutting-edge CGI and, I'm assuming, AI as well. So it'll give the appearance that she's there, that it's live, that it's natural, even though she isn't alive and (laughs) it isn't natural. This is what they did with uh, Tupac at uh, Coachella a few years ago, right? Yeah, I mean, before I dive into the technology side, um, there have been quite a few attempts to bring dead artists back to the stage in this kind of virtual environment. So Tupac is one back in 2012. Britney Spears. (laughs) I think she's just about still here, uh, along with Lindsay Lohan. Um, Frank Sinatra was brought back for a duet with Alicia Keys at Mm. the Grammys a few years ago. Uh, Michael Jackson, of course, at an awards ceremony in 2014. There have even been rumours that Justin Timberlake might appear with Prince at a future Super Bowl. Uh, and, And they all use the same technology? Well... You know, the music business is a really dirty business. Mm. Uh, There have been a number of companies trying to pioneer various technologies and systems for these holograms, and they're constantly suing and counter-suing each other. Some of them even sue the estates of the artists that they're trying to secure. Um, I think a couple of times the estates haven't liked what the companies have come up with in terms of these kind of holographic images, and they've pulled out on the grounds of maintaining that the star's legacy. So it's this weird thing that the music industry has gotten into. They think it's a great idea to sue their clients and their customers. um, Is that one of the reasons why we're seeing relatively few of these kind of events? Yeah, I mean, all of the uh, nonsense over who owns which patents, who's infringing on what, Mm. uh, it doesn't seem to be uh, helped by various players switching companies or companies going into receivership and the people behind those companies starting up a new one with the technology of the previous company. Uh, One of the reasons that we only saw Michael Jackson's hologram appear at the uh, Billboard Awards in 2014, and we haven't really seen anything else, is because the people in this tiny little industry kept suing each other who over who owned the actual technology that brought Michael Jackson back to the, the screen. Right. Uh, and that's the reason why we haven't had so far Joan of Arc, the comeback tour. <laughs> because, not because the technology isn't there, but, um, uh, but because this small group of operators would rather get into litigation than actually get to work. And of course, all of this is incredibly costly, which is something, you know, we'll get to in a while. Okay, let's get back to uh, Tupac. How did it work from a technical point of view? Well, the clever bit was actually the CGI and the animation techniques that enabled it to happen. Uh, I know that to us, it's the fact that they seem to be on stage that's the mind-blowing part. But 
in that case, especially with Tupac, it was actually pretty simple. It used a system that's been around since the middle of the 19th century called Pepper's Ghost. Mm. Uh, Essentially, it's smoke and mirrors. It uses layers of glass and refraction techniques to make it appear that this otherworldly figure is actually on stage. And it was pioneered for Victorian era theatre so that they could get what looked like ghosts and spirits on stage for plays, you know, like uh, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Right. Do we get sidetracked by the notion that this is supposed to be the age of technology and progress? Well, humans are always terrible at learning from or even examining their own history. Uh, The 19th century was a technological marvel. Mm. Uh, We moved from steam to combustion engines. We had cars and the earliest powered aircraft were making their uh, literally explosive debuts. Mm. Uh, Electricity was uh, seen not just as a way to light up and power the world, but also to cure everything from hysteria to boils. Uh, We had the first modern medicines, anesthesia, pasteurization, x-rays, and of course, photography and the first film cameras. And theatre in that kind of mid-Victorian area era was the music festival of its age so naturally people wanted the latest technologies and developments to use on stage how do we get from top hats to tupac well (laughs) these projections of film uh, on stage with uh, snoop and dr dre were an extension of those 150 year old techniques Uh, if you go and watch footage of that show online you'll see that Tupac doesn't really seem to be there. He kind of floats and shimmies around. And it's only when Snoop comes out and stands next to him that you get an idea of his scale. Mm. It, he just looks like a video image. You, right. don't, you don't know if it's big or small. So there was nothing really tangible about the image that they created. As you said, the clever bit is a CGI part. Yeah, because making him appear is, is simple. As I said, we've been doing that for over 100 years. Uh, you know, a child with some Lego and a mirror could probably do that. Uh, no child I know, but... <laughs> Um, Think about, you know, but you have to think about all the animation and speech synthesis that also has to be done. Uh, The projection itself didn't look real because it didn't have that solidity and depth. Mm. But the recreation of Tupac as a human was actually pretty cool. His gestures, his movements, and especially those facial expressions. Uh, One of the reasons that humans respond very badly to androids is because they look creepy yeah uh you know the early cgi attempts at humans like the movie polar express for example Mm. there's something unsettling about them we recognize that they look like us but they're inhuman at the same time so replicating the effect of the hundreds of muscles that create our expressions and our micro expressions on our faces is difficult as well as all those constant shifts and alignments that our bodies keep make to keep us upright all the Mm. time it's really tough so even for the two-pack show which is over six years ago that was really some impressive cgi work i mean earlier on you mentioned the cost aspect presumably it's the cgi then that pushes these uh, uh costs up Very much so. I mean, when you look at uh, the CGI in a movie, very often the actors will have been screen mapped in a green screen studio in 3D. That doesn't make it simple, but they have precise measurements to base the physics on. With stars like Amy Winehouse or Tupac, obviously they weren't expecting the Green Reaper to... Sorry, let me do that again. Go on. With stars like Amy Winehouse or Tupac, obviously they weren't expecting the Grim Reaper to pop by for tea. Uh, And in uh, Tupac's case, that modelling technology wouldn't have existed at the time of his death anyway. So those characters have to be recreated from photographs and video footage. So when we talk about 
Amy Winehouse touring live. There's all this complicated and expensive deliberation going on behind the scenes. Yeah, very much so. And it helps that the technology has moved along as well. So from what I can gather, Amy will be a projection, uh, but not actually onto a screen. There will be a live band. There'll be singers backing her up, plus all the usual, you know, big tour stuff like big screens and all the, the, the visuals and stuff. I'm assuming that there will be an AI component that allows her to speak on stage and appear to ad lib so to say you know good evening denver good evening wherever so to give it a bit of personal personalization and i'm sure it's going to look very good because the company behind it base hologram is currently putting on shows by the 60s crooner roy orbison and the opera singer mariah callas uh so they've also used uh body doubles uh shot in 3D to use as a, a base for these images. So they're not basing, they're, they're taking uh, characteristics from video footage, but they're not repurposing right. images and video footage. So it's not taking a shot from a performance they've done before. Mm. It's all recreated for those shows using body doubles and the actual expressions of the artist. Um, but, you know, you can go and check out some of the Roy Orbison stuff online. It's weird it's definitely him he appears to have form and solidity he appears to be there in three dimensions but it is slightly off as well don't you find it a bit creepy yeah very much so um you know at the end of the the roy orbison stuff he kind of motions to the band and singers as if to say thank you and that's odd because you know it's a machine it's right. not sentient and there's also a sense of dis, uh, disconnection and dislocation because he's playing the guitar as well as singing or at least his hologram is appearing to play yeah. the guitar. So with the singing, you you can trick the brain because you're hearing the voice, but the guitar parts don't look natural because it's not feeding back to an actual, you know, an actual, anything that's actually being performed. So it's a bit more obvious that it's a machine or, or miming happening mm. there. Uh, okay, we're going to have to uh, take a short break. When we come back, should we be bringing the dead back to life? You're listening to Matt Splained here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Beyond Frivolous Mishmash, BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9 at the business station. You are listening to Matt Splained. Uh, I'm in the studio with Culture Pop's very own Matt Armitage. So before the break, we did something that's weird for you. Uh, we actually talked about technology and how it works. Uh, that's how. What about the why? Should we be bringing the dead on stage? Only if they're grateful. Um, <laughs> it's really complicated, isn't it? Um, if we go back to Amy Winehouse, now I've seen a lot of different opinions on this. Mm. Um, a lot of people say it's mawkish, it's tacky, it's seedy. Then there are other people, and they're often from a, a, a younger generation, who love the music and never got the chance to see the artist live, and they're very in favour of this happening. Uh, stretching the definition of live there. Well, it is a bit like reverse karaoke, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, you go to karaoke and you sing, but the backing tracks are usually pre-recorded. Um, here it's the other way around. Everything is live except for the star, literally, and their <laughs> vocals. I, I mean, I'll admit, I don't really like the idea. Um, you might as well go and watch an old in-concert performance yes yeah um but i want to go into the kind of wider implications like you know would amy winehouse have wanted 
her image to be used like this. For stars like Amy Winehouse, who, who died early, it's quite obvious which version of her you, you bring back, right? What about stars like Elvis, who had various stages of his career and identities, or shape-shifting artists like Michael Jackson, Prince... David Bowie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as you said, you know, Amy Winehouse, she died very young, I think 28. 27. 27. Okay, so she's part of that club. She is. Yes. Um, That version of her with the messy beehive hair, that, of course, is the one that you bring back. For Prince, do you bring back the Purple Rain guy or the guy that appeared at the Super Bowl a few decades later? Mm. Uh, Will fans want to see Bowie's Aladdin Sane or Ziggy Stardust? You know, Bowie killed off Stardust long before he reached that purple patch in the late 70s and early 80s with hits like Fame and Ashes to Ashes and China Girl. So could a Bowie, a Ziggy perform those songs? Uh, You know, you can bring Michael Jackson back as a child star, but how would songs like Billie Jean work? You know, they have a very adult theme. How could that work sung by a child Michael? That artist will be expected to carry on working after they oh, die. Oh, sorry. I should rephrase that. Okay, hang But on. do you think there'll be an expectation that artists will carry on working after they die? Sorry, I forgot okay. to rephrase that. I deleted some stuff. So do you think that there will be an expectation that artists uh, are supposed to carry on working after they die? Of course not. Uh, of course, because... If they can, why not do it? And not just with music stars. I mean, we've already seen it in the movies. Uh, Sometimes it's done as a tribute to the star, like Carrie Fisher in uh, uh, Star Wars Rogue One or Paul Walker in the Fast and Furious Mm -hmm. franchise. Uh, But we've seen stars like Audrey Hepburn and James Dean resurrected to star in commercials. So when do we get to that point where it's okay to, to die or be forgotten? Like the lawsuits in Europe against Google uh, by people arguing for the right to be forgotten, that their past uh, past deeds or history doesn't need to be instantly searchable or discoverable. Well, you know, I've always been very much against that right to be forgotten. I know it causes embarrassment to some people, but information has always been out there. Uh, We don't go back through newspaper archives to amend or destroy the information that's recorded in them. We don't change birth and death records. Uh, For good or bad, the knowledge has always been there. Um, It's just that now it's more instantly available. And that's one of the adjustments that we're having to make as a society as a whole. But this nexus of technology and information is raising new questions that go far beyond whether you can get your mum to delete those, you know, embarrassing Instagram baby snaps. Essentially... You're saying that being legal isn't enough. Uh, we should point out that in all these cases, the law has been followed, rights have been granted, no copyright has been infringed. Exactly. Um, but the law really is only one element. There is that wider moral and social behaviour aspect to this as well. So similar to uh, the shows over the last few weeks, the technology is already way beyond our ability to judge whether the things are right or wrong. Because as a society, we haven't even had those conversations yet. People have the legal rights because those rights belong to an earlier age. Uh, Back then, it was about releasing a CD best of that cashed in from the death of a star. Mm. Or with someone like like Elvis, it was to keep milking the music and keep the memorabilia flowing. Or the so-called new material by everyone from the Beatles to Amy Winehouse to Michael Jackson. Yeah, I think Tupac has released more supposedly new material (laughs) since he died than he managed to do while he was alive. And there are two sides to that. You know, we've had the controversy over whether uh, new Michael Jackson tracks were actually sung by him or sung by a sound alike. Uh, Tupac's legacy is uh, a mix of scraps and making the most of uh, an incredible spree of recording that he did in the 
months before his death. Uh, every scrap of feedback by Jimi Hendrix seems to have been remixed and re-released a million times. Prince, on the other hand, has a legendary archive. You mm. could probably legitimately release original and completed work by him, certainly for the rest of my lifetime. You know, he was incredibly prolific. He would record and shelve entire albums on a regular basis. Yeah. So there's no one-size-fits-all here. Um, you know, I found some of the posthumous releases by Amy Winehouse a little bit distasteful. But at the same time, I thought that that Beatles track, Free as a Bird, was actually quite a fun experiment. Indeed. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned the Beatles. Uh, let's go with the thought experiment then. Uh, let's say I'm really good friends with Yoko Ono. Of course. Uh, and she's given me the rights to John Lennon's work. Uh, I get an AI. Of course. I get an AI <laughs> and, I, and I put it all in. So now I have uh, John Lennon sing pretty much whatever I like. Uh, I've got another AI that analyzes his compositional style. Can I create a new John Lennon? Can I create new John Lennon songs? Well, that's really the question, isn't it? Um, I know that a lot of today's show is, sounds a bit esoteric and yeah. so it doesn't matter to most of us. But actually it does because what if your employer laid you off and kept a virtual version of you on the payroll? Uh, you've been captured on their security cameras for years. They can build up your uh, a, a kind of facsimile of your personality through your writing and speech style taken from your emails and documents you've created. Possibly they're going to have voice recordings of you as, as well. So in a lot of ways... We are all John Lennon. What would that work be? Well, that's for society to decide. Um, look at the CGI version of Arnold Schwarzenegger in the last Terminator movie. Was that Arnie? Was it a fake or was it a, a composite or that recreation of the young Princess Leia in Rogue One? With actors, it kind of gets even weirder because the film company has the rights to the character that that person plays. Yeah. So Arnie could be the Terminator for literally hundreds of years to come. And that franchise doesn't look like it's going to stop anyway. I'll be back, back, um, back, back. Yeah. yeah. Um, look at uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the biopic of uh, Queen lead singer Freddie Mercury that yeah came out last week. Now, it's had great reviews for Rami Malek in the role of Mercury, but who would be the ideal person to actually play that role? Well, obviously, it would be Freddie Mercury himself. And we're pretty close to having the full suite of technology that would allow a film company to do exactly that. So it's not virtual reality so much as blurring reality. Yeah, take that game uh, you told me about that you were playing last weekend, which was uh, Red Redemption 2. Yeah. Now, I've seen the shots, and that's Really fantastic and very realistic. Uh, scarily so in places, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the, uh, hang on, let me rephrase it. Yeah, I mean, what I mean, what got you most about the realism inside the game? Uh, there was a, a portion where, uh, as part of the progression, you have to kill a wild animal, and you're supposed to do it cleanly, uh, hit it with one shot, and it should die. You know, in most video games, you hit it anywhere the thing dies. So I uh, shot this goat with a arrow and it, it missed completely where it's supposed to hit uh, where it's supposed to hit so this thing screamed like a dying goat whilst waddling off dying and bleeding out before it died an eventual death it, it was just that the death was prolonged and very realistic and, scarily so yeah and that is quite horrific but, yes but now you insert insert say john lennon or john wayne into that game the character in it 
characters in it, as you've just said, they're already almost alive, or yeah. in the case of the goat, nearly dead. Nearly dead, yeah. Um, but now you've brought John Lennon and John Wayne back to life in a way that you can interact with, befriend, or shoot with an arrow. Or, or, or shoot with an arrow. Are there any instances where we can use this kind of tech and, and it's, you know, very clear cut? Well, obviously, holograms have been put forward as a new way to archive memories, so as 3D images rather than 2D film and photo, and there's no real image with that. It's also been mooted as another way for artists who aren't dead to appear. So the folky pop band Feist used a kind of uh, projection to appear in three cities at once a few years ago. The rapper Chief Keef was supposed to uh, undertake a holographic tour this year because legal restrictions prevent him from <laughs> travelling to a lot of foreign <laughs> countries. Um, but those dates were supposed to start in late August, but I can't actually find any reports that they actually have gone ahead. So it could become an alternative form of performing uh, for artists who are, who are very much alive. Sure, there was a piece published this week about pop star burnout. So Ariana Grande, whose UK concert was targeted by a su- uh, suicide bomb in 2017 has spoken out about the pressure she now feels Mm. to record and to tour and to appear so for stars who for whatever reason want to you know just hunker down a live hologram would enable them to perform for crowds across the world but still stay close to home where they have that support system of friends family and maybe even medical prep and maybe even medical professionals where they need them i'm assuming this kind of uh, tech has uses beyond the uh, music industry then Oh, absolutely. It's even been mooted as an alternative way for people to present lectures or speak publicly. Uh, Of course, the tech would have to get a lot cheaper and easier before we can do that on a wide scale. Um, But it will because, you know, that's what technology does. I understand that people are even exploring whether it would be legal for a US president to use holograms for public appearances. Copies of any politician would be uh, awful enough, but gosh, imagine a multi-Trump appearing in every US city <laughs> every night while he stays at home and scarfs down Big Macs in front of uh, Fox News 24-7. Mm. That is pretty much the future dystopia for you uh, right there. We could almost end the show there. Yeah. Uh, those, but those shock horror scenarios apart, do, do you think we need to think about this more deeply or is it just a fun night out for people who, who miss their favourite star? It's tricky. I mean, as I've already said, I find it in poor taste to bring Amy Winehouse around the world. Um, I'm sure her dad disagrees and he's the one who has the rights to her estate. It's easy to say that it's for commercial gain, but I don't think we should automatically jump to that conclusion. Mm. He may genuinely be trying to share his daughter's work with the world in a new way. That said, I think we have to be aware of how we normalise this kind of technology. As I mentioned earlier, you have to look at the convergence, how all of this technology is actually coming together. Mm. A a system that would allow machines not just to impersonate you, but to physically become a version of you. Yeah, I mean, that's why we need all these debates about what a person actually is, what a personality is. Uh, It may be in the future that society decides that no one is allowed to be resurrected like Roy Orbison has been after they die. You know, it's like that Black Mirror episode where the holograms are a snapshot of the person. They're not uh, an entire person, but they still feel pain and and suffer Mm. for that, that duration. So we're at the point where we have to stop looking at this stuff as being science fiction. When we think about traditional science fiction, we think Star Trek or Ian M. Banks or Asimov, and we think hundreds or thousands of years in the future. Stuff like Black Mirror isn't hundreds of years in the future. It's pretty much the day after tomorrow. And you can't plan a century ahead 
but you can plan for tomorrow and you can certainly start thinking about the day after tomorrow. Once again, uh, Matt ends the show with a apocalyptic B-movie. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram at CulturePop and at MattSplained. Head over to www.culturepop.com for more transcripts of these shows. Stick around on BFM 89.9. We have Geek Squawks coming up in just a couple of minutes. BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, the business station.